0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Be the type of energy that no matter where you are or where you go, you always add value to the spaces and lives around you. I don't know about you guys, but that quote, like when I hear it and I read it, it just gives me the goosebumps and it makes me smile. just makes me feel at peace. Energy is something that is ungodly important to me. And it's something I'm very passionate in talking about because I know what it feels like to be on the other side. When I was overweight in that toxic relationship, living on autopilot, literally at my rock bottom, feeling lethargic and like Everything was just like in slow motion. It was just a daze. There was so much cloudiness and darkness. Knowing what that feels like and then over the last few years, putting in the intentional effort to build up to this joyful energy that I have today, that's what I feel like I was put on this earth to do, was to talk to people and inspire people to choose the energy that they want to cultivate in their life. For me personally, it's joy. I want to feel and give back to the world as much joy as I possibly can. That's what I truly believe my purpose is. And so today, I not only want to encourage you to choose the energy that you want to live your life in majority of the time, because let's face it, life's going to test us to see how bad we want it. But again, that's just such a gift. Not only do I want to encourage you to choose the right energy for you and the life that you want to cultivate, but I also want to talk to you about how to be aware of the couple of things that might be killing it. But before I go into that, let's go ahead and talk the taco of the week. Taco of the week. I have been on a plant-based refresh, so essentially I'm going vegan for a couple of days. I'm on day two of it, and I love 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 when i have the opportunity to do this because one i still get to eat three i'm not juicing <laughs> i'm not getting my meals and my nutrients from a juice um but i just feel really good and i feel like my energy is totally revived and so just to obviously stay within the parameters of what that allows i went ahead and did a vegetarian taco that has some awesome fats on it so essentially it's a fresh med taco mediterranean taco to a standpoint um and if that sounds delicious to you or I will even recommend this as well too. If you are a chicken lover, or even if you love lamb or gyro meat, holy cow. If you were to cook up some of that and stick some on there, it would be bomb.com. So I'm going to recommend that for all of my meat lovers. But go check out that taco recipe if it sounds good to you, and if you'd like to try something fresh and new for lunch or dinner this week. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the topic, which I've already prefaced it just how important talking about energy is because it's taken me so much time and so much energy and work to really get to where I'm at today. And life has tested me over the last month, just between different ups and downs, experiences, conversations, things that I've gone through. But again, I would not change that for the world or regret it because at the end of the day, it shows me how I don't want to feel and it also shows me just how badly I, I want to feel joy and then be able to give that outwardly to other people. So today, that's what really inspired the topic was not just being able to choose the energy that you want, but I think being able to choose it is also knowing kind of what not to do. <laughs> um, we can give you the answers on how to find all the energy, but if you don't know what might be killing it then you might be doing twice the work. So that's what we're going to chat about today is four things that, in my opinion, the four top things that are potentially killing your energy right now and how you can save it. So the first thing, this one, and I would say probably the first two, quite honestly, are more like housekeeping items. But the first one is decision fatigue. We have Thousands and millions and more thousands of millions of thoughts. per day. don't even get me started on the stats of those. We are thinking a lot, and if you're like me, your mind never freaking stops. It's like you wake up and literally, it's like the to-do list, the the voices, all of it just comes and it hits you really hard and it starts early. And so, decision fatigue is a really important thing to consider. And seeing that I experience a lot of that from the moment I wake up to the moment that I finally fall asleep on my pillow each night. The things that I have been able to do to start to really attack this decision fatigue that's killing my energy at times is first, I talk about this literally all the time, but I cannot say it enough. It's decluttering your brain. When I say, you guys, like, find a morning routine that's going to give you energy, that's going to put you in the right mental state, decluttering your mind is a huge part of that. Yes, I have a very specific journal. I write in the High Five Habit Journal. It's a journal created by Mel Robbins. She's also the author of the High Five Habit book. I've also talked a lot about that as well. Can't say enough positive things about that journal. I would check it out if you're looking for something to maybe spend 10 minutes doing in your morning, because quite literally, you guys, that's all it takes. So the journal, just to break it down for you guys, is it has you get present first. And I think getting present is so important because how often do we get present? (laughs) I feel like it's like pulling teeth these days in the world of technology and fast moving paces that we're at. But it has you get present by taking some deep breaths, has you think about certain things, see like... Asking you questions like, what is it that you see, et cetera? But then it goes into the clear out your mind. And this is where you just get to freely write what is it that's on your mind from the thoughts to the stories to the limiting beliefs, literally anything, the to do list. You write down everything. And that space is the most important space for me because it just allows for me to get all of those things that are right away knocking at my door to just really put them down on paper. And then from there, being able to understand, okay. What is actually important here? Do I need to be doing all this? Do I need to be thinking about this? Or can I silence this for today? Or maybe silence this for forever. So I think that decluttering is one of the best things that you can do. So I would definitely, whether it's just a loose leaf piece of paper, a notebook, whether you go grab a journal like the one I said, definitely take some time to declutter and actually think about what are the things and the decisions that need to have my energy and my effort and my time today. The other thing, and I love this, I'm totally stealing this off of a podcast of a dear friend of mine. Her name is Julie Voris. She is phenomenal. She runs the Project 100 podcast and she talks all about dreaming big. So her and I are very much on the same page, but she has tons of people that she interviews that are doctors to mindset people, to professional trainers, all of the things. And she was talking about something similar a couple of weeks ago. And what she was talking about as it related to uh, decision fatigue is what is it that you can automate? And I thought that this was so simple and smart. I was like, how have I not thought of this before? Think about brushing your teeth, right? It's automatic. You get up, you brush your teeth. There's no like thinking about, should I brush my teeth this morning? You just get up and do it because it's habit. So what are the things in your morning routine throughout the day, going into the end of your day, what are the things that you can automate? So that way you don't have to take up that energy in your mind and all that effort to think about something. This could be as simple as picking out your clothes at night. So that way the next morning, all you got to do is get in them. And one thing that she said that made me laugh so hard, she goes, guess what I did? I threw out all of my colored leggings and I got all black leggings. Yes, some of them are glittery. Yes, some of them are leopard and shiny and all the things, but they're all black. (laughs) So I never have to think about." What color of leggings am I going to wear? And I just thought something so simple like that was not only hilarious, but it was just a really good like reminder of let's start to automate some things and not use our brain power on what it is that we need to wear. Let's put it on the bigger things, the bigger fish to fry. And then the last thing as it comes to decision fatigue, what can you delegate? And I think this goes back to the first thing I was talking about with decluttering is being able to prioritize what's important for you to attack, but also looking at those things even further and being like, okay, are there parts of this or can this entire activity, can this entire decision just be delegated outwardly? And if it can, then do that. I will tell you my weakest skill is delegation. I love to take on everything. I'm a type A personality, but the moment that I lean into delegation, everything starts to shift. And I feel like this huge weight is lifted off my shoulder. And quite honestly, things just tend to go better anyways with culture, momentum. Everyone's on the same page. They're on the bus. You're running together. It just it just goes well. So, aka, just, just delegate. And now on to the next thing that I believe could be potentially killing your energy right now is how you are fueling your body. And what I mean by that is what the heck are you putting into your freaking mouth? <laughs> I am a health coach, so I can go on a literal rant about nutrition because, guys, after my relationship with food journey, I could share a lot. But just for the purposes of keeping a very long story short and getting you the most valuable details, everything is connected to your gut. It's connected to your gut health. And that includes a very large part of your energy. In fact, all of your energy. So, What I really want you to grasp from this is two things. One, having awareness and a good understanding of what gives you good energy versus what doesn't give you energy. I remember the days where I was working 60 to 70 hours a week and whether I was on the go or I was out at happy hour or I was out at lunch with clients and I would just get something that, you know, looked good or I was having this craving, so whatever, you know, like all things to the wind. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I'd get back from my break or my lunch or whatever and I would want to crawl underneath my desk and take a nap. Don't even ask me about my productivity or my numbers for that day because I wasn't even there to really experience it because I was so dang lethargic. This is not me saying restrict yourself, have the salad for lunch. Although if you enjoy salads like I do, there's some pretty poppin' salads out there that you can get. But my main point is, you guys, is you got to be aware. Like this is your home. Your body is your home and you only get one of it. So you have to take the ownership and being able to treat it in the way that you deserve. And how often do we say, I just don't have the energy. I just don't have the time. La, 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 la. Well, maybe if you just decided to actually eat the foods that served your body, maybe you would have a couple extra hours added to your day because you weren't so dang sleepy and lethargic and you were able to not have this mental thaw or mental fog, (laughs) have this mental fog and you were just clear on what it is that you needed to focus on. You're able to get it done. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing is having an awareness and understanding of what's actually going to serve your body. Because remember, nutrition is not a one size fit all. It's something that you have to put effort into to figure out for yourself. But the second thing is also understanding your relationship with food. And what I mean by that is asking yourself, do I emotionally eat? Do I stress eat? Do I boredom eat? And this is the mindset part of eating habits in particular. And if you are able to become so aware of... If you fall into one of those buckets, you can help put remedies in place for anything that might trigger that. And now you're fueling your body when it matters most rather than when you shouldn't. And again, you're you're messing with your energy levels there. And of course, I mean, I I put this down too, so I might as well mention this. Drink more water. (laughs) Like if you are yawning majority of your time, and gosh, I remember. I wonder if these people listen to my podcast at all. But when I was uh, working again in the corporate world, I was training a couple of people and I would start yawning. I'd be like, crap, I need to drink more water. And they were like, what is up with you and water? I'm like, you guys, water literally is like the savior to everything. It helps satiate you. And if you're tired, it also helps energize you. So if you notice that you're yawning a lot throughout your day, You probably need to have more water. It's not that you're tired or hungry. It's that you need more water. And I pressed that point so many times to the point where they just got sick of it. But anyways, hydrate, have awareness of what serves your body, understand your relationship with food and your triggers, fuel your body like it deserves to be fueled. And I promise it's going to shift your freaking energy so much. All right, so now that I'm off my high horse about the nutrition piece, because again, I could go on that whole tangent forever, (laughs) let's go to the third thing that might be killing your energy. Your pace and life. Do you notice that, do you notice that you're either walking a lot? Do you notice that you're running really fast a lot, like really, really hustling all the time? Because that question alone and being able to reflect on that might be a huge game changer for you in being able to better manage your energy. There are going to be times in life, and this is just based off of the season that you're in, where you need to be in hustle mode. But there's also several other moments in your life where you need to go slow and steady or maybe you need to track somewhere in between. So what I would encourage you to do right now is ask yourself that first question, what is my normal pace? And then from there, being able to ask yourself, What season of life am I in right now and what pace does that require? Does that require me to walk, to jog, to run? And I think even more importantly, before you ask yourself that question of do I need to walk, jog, or run, is this thing worth walking, jogging, or running for? Are these the things that I need to be putting my energy and my efforts into or are they literally sucking the energy out of me? So again, that whole decluttering activity, it really comes into focus here, but being able to declutter your mind and ask yourself, how am I spending my time right now? And even furthermore, aligning that to what are your top goals? What is the vision for your life? If there's zero alignment there, then why are you doing it? why are you choosing to put your time and your energy into it? Nonetheless, why are you choosing to run at it? (laughs) That is the number one way to send you into so much frustration and anger when you're asking yourself, why can't I just be at this place in my life? But yet what you're doing doesn't even align to it. And then you're spending all of your time and your energy running so hard through walls at it. Do you see how that could be like a very toxic wheel of nothing good? (laughs) So Think about your pace. Is it a good pace for you to be at right now? Is it matching with your season of life? Are these the right things that you should be putting your time and energy into? Think about those things. And again, that could be a huge game changer in how you manage your energy. And then last but not least, and I think this actually leads so perfectly from this last one, is you are waiting to be happy until dot, dot, dot is what I'd enter in there. I won't be happy until I'm making this much money. I won't be happy until this promotion happens. Fill in the blank. And it's not even saying I won't be happy until. It's even things saying like, well, everything will be better when. If you are saying that statement often, and this is going to take some time to really go back and look at your language to yourself and outwardly to other people. If you find yourself saying that, we've got to flip the script there. Because if you sit here and you wait until that one thing happens, think about how much time in between that you have lost that you will never get back. On top of that, there are so many beautiful gifts in just the ordinary. But yet here we are in a social media, technology-driven, fast-paced, more, more, more world looking for the next best thing. And I fall fate to it too. I'm a very futuristic person. And once I take a step forward, I'm like, okay, what's next? And what's next? And what's next? And it's so important to just pause and be where your freaking feet are at. To just be grounded in the moment and thrive in that moment. Be grateful in that moment. Understand and look for the tiny gifts. One of the things that Mel Robbins talks about in her High Five Habit book is looking for the hearts, like just the naturally occurring hearts out there in the world. So some people have found them randomly on sidewalks. Maybe they found them in the clouds, like truly anywhere. But it allows for you to just be present and focus on the main thing. It's such an important activity that, again, I think that if we just utilize that and we apply that to other parts of our life, We start getting really present and grateful for what already is instead of operating, which is what our mind loves to do. It loves to operate in the lack and think about what's not here yet. We can get ourselves out of that state, out of that lacking, not there yet state and put ourselves in just this grateful state to see how life is actually showing up for us. Think about how much that would shift your energy. Would you be able to feel more joy or whatever energy that you hope that it is that you can cultivate? And with that, I'll leave you with this final thought and question, which is what would come for you if you were to free yourself up? If you were to give yourself all of the space because you were taking the time to just get rid of that decision fatigue, to actually fuel your body for success To run or walk or jog or just operate at the appropriate pace, focusing on the right things that mattered. To be grateful and present and thriving in the moment rather than thinking about what isn't here yet. If we were just to do those four simple things, what space would that free us up for to go out there and to tackle? There is a very specific reason, whether you know it yet or not, that you were put on this earth. And I encourage you today to become more aware and reflect on these things so that you can get closer to finding that. Because I don't believe that we were put on this earth to be mediocre. I don't care if you think that you're special or not, you are, you were here, you were breathing, you were living, you are worthy and you are so freaking important. So give yourself that love and respect and encouragement today that you are by really evaluating these four things so that you could better manage your energy and give those special gifts to the world. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that you take those four things and run with them so that you can better manage your energy. And I know that I got pretty stoked on the nutrition side of things. I mean, granted, I am a health coach, but guys, it's only because I understand what it feels like to be at rock bottom, to have so much guesswork, to think that you have to restrict, to be so freaking lethargic that you just don't have energy to live your life. I've been there and it's one reason that I honestly decided to become a coach in the first place is because I don't want people thinking that they can't live their life the way that they want to, that they have to restrict in that nutrition, fueling your body, that it has to be hard. And so over the next couple of weeks, I'm actually going to be doing something not only for myself, but for my accountability group. And we're going to be doing a four week program that's entirely focused on nutrition Not only is this gonna give you a plan to operate from after, but what it's really going to do is help you better understand what foods work best for your body. It's gonna help you cleanse your gut, because again, your energy and everything about you, for the most part, is connected to your gut. And so we're gonna tackle that. We're gonna understand what food works best for you. If you have any food sensitivities that you may or may not know about, And we're just going to really understand by the end of the four weeks what it is that you need to do to have the most energy, to feel better, to live life on your terms. And so if you are looking to get back on the wagon, maybe you're looking for a place to start, come join me for this because I'm really excited to take people through this and I would love to have you there with us. But until next time, go eat all the healthy, delicious tacos. Check out the links in the notes if you do want to inquire about the nutrition program that I am doing. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco a Tuesday. See you guys.